This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business in Life podcast, where business leaders share their insights. It is six questions in seven minutes because successful business leaders are busy and rarely have more time to spare. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Please tell me who you are and what you do. Great. First of all, thanks for having me, Professor Pete. Great being on your show. My name is Wayne Gill, and I am a business strategist and a consultant. Uh, we, I work with Sharon Gill International. Sharon Gill is my partner in life and in business, and we help entrepreneurs and would-be entrepreneurs either launch or scale their business, uh, their businesses with intelligence. Wayne, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Question number two, what yeah. is something that makes you smile and or laugh about working in your industry? Yeah, I think the best part of working in our industry is when we see the transformation the aha moment mm -hmm. where someone has probably not had clarity, but all of a sudden the fog lifts or that, that, that path in the, in the forest is made and they can see ahead and they, they see light and they say, yes, that's it. And they can go for it. And so that's the big, uh, that's, that's the, the thing that makes me smile the most, seeing people receive that transformation. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like you're making that difference, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's just great to be a part of that. You know, mm -hmm. to help someone to achieve a goal or to achieve a dream or to become a, a better version of themselves. I mean, I really can't think of anything that's much better than that, you know, a better feeling. Absolutely. I love it. And I could hear that passion in your voice. It's great. Yeah, Question yeah. number three. Sure. I have a fictitious book with all the answers for business. What chapter would you think most companies should read? Well, first of all, I want a copy of that. <laughs> I want to put that in my library. Um, but the chapter that I think that uh, most companies should read is a chapter called People Over Profits, right? Mm. I think as business owners, uh, people who are creating things, uh, building businesses, uh, changing the environment, we're, we're movers and shakers. And Many times we're the so-called A-type personalities. And what happens with that is you can begin to look at people transactionally. And it could be whether the business is doing well or whether you're booming. I mean, if their business is doing poorly or whether you're booming. So in the times when your business is doing poorly, you know, you can look at your people as just being purely transactional. Like, what did you do? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. Did you drop the ball? Did you uphold your part of, of, of your responsibility, et cetera? And even in times when the business is doing really well, you could think like, well, okay, the, the people are there as a means to that end, right? They're a, a, a bridge to your prosperity. More so than stepping back and looking at your people as being people, as being humans who you care about, who you uh, love and appreciate, and who um, are making an investment in your company or in your business, but you're also making an investment in them and in their lives and in their families. Um, and so that would be the chapter that I would write, because I think as business owners at whatever level, it's easy to become focused on the outward things and on the, the circumstances and on the growth of the business or the, the falling back of the business or whatever it is. But we really need to focus on the people because the people are our greatest asset. They really are. And I think that that is so insightful because so many companies forget about that. And, and then they yeah. realize after the people have walked out the door yeah. that it's like, okay, how do we replace them? And he, sometimes right. you we can't. Right. Or it's so expensive mm -hmm. to do so. I mean, it's like mm -hmm. 10 times uh, the value of just nurturing that person that you had 
um, in your fold to begin with. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. great insight. Question number four: Other than the generic work harder, have a great attitude, and care for customers, what advice would you give to other business leaders? Yeah, I would say business leaders leverage the power of partnerships. Mm. That's something that I've done at every stage of my business career. That's how I started out. I partnered with another corporation and I lent them services. They lent me office space. They lent me a start. They lent me new clients. They enabled me to build and I in turn helped them deal with problems they were facing. Um, as I grew, when I went to the next level, I did it again. I partnered with some other people in my industry. We built a bigger mousetrap together mm -hmm. and brought in more clients, was able to do more good, was able to spread uh, the love around. And just in every single area that I've grown, it's been through the power of partnership. I've looked for people in my industry or even people outside of my industry who are going in the same direction where we could get rid of the competition, right? Typical, oh, I want to do better than that person or I want to be better or get ahead of or whatever. But where that was not a factor, we eliminated that factor and we found ground that we could all work together on. Mm -hmm. And in so doing, we were able to multiply our impact, multiply our results, multiply our effectiveness. And I just think it's so simple, Pete. It's so obvious that um, a lot of business owners just overlook it. You just don't think, you know? And from what we hear um, in our industry and from our clients and people who would be, would be clients, a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners are isolated or feeling isolated, right? Particularly in this time we're in and the pandemic and everything going on, everyone's at home and you can't congregate. So there's this huge feeling of isolation. And I'm just saying, don't succumb to that. Get partnered up. Find some affinity mm -hmm. groups, do some research. But I just think through the power of partnership and collaboration, you can multiply yourselves. It's not just tenfold, it's a hundredfold. You know, it's it's infinite how much good you can do when you leverage that power. And I totally support that a hundred percent because that's been my experience as well. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, it it not only do you can can you really expand your offerings, but then it's also uh, a place where you know when you have these partnerships where you can run ideas uh, uh, to each other, and it's really it's truly like a mastermind kind of a, a yeah. environment. It's precisely, yeah. yeah. Even even in this podcast right now, Professor Pete, that's pretty much what you're doing. Like you and I are here together. We met on LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. Which is a platform which brings yep. people together. And so we connected. Now we're doing this. Now when this episode is over, I'll share it with my group. And mm -hmm. maybe, you know, some of my friends will come over and check you and so forth and so on. Absolutely. And so just, uh, that's just such a powerful, but maybe it's just too obvious at times. But um, just because it's obvious or it's simple doesn't mean it isn't powerful. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's and that's that's a powerful statement right there. It's so yeah. true, Wayne. Thank you. Yeah. Question number five: yeah. What other business leader like yourself would you like to acknowledge and invite to be on my podcast? I'd like to shout out Shanae Moray, who is um, well known on LinkedIn, and just is a young entrepreneur who I really respect mm -hmm. because uh, she's got a great story. I won't blow up her story here because I hope she'll come on your podcast and tell it yourself. But just someone coming from very humble means and through grit, hard work, building a community has really just skyrocketed. And I know she's got a, a, a lot more runway ahead. And so I would just like to shout out Shanae. And I think she'd be a great guest because one of the things she does is she shares her wisdom and her knowledge and what's going on 
with her audience. And so I think your audience would really pick up some great nuggets from her. Mm, absolutely. I agree with you. So I look forward to inviting her to be on there. I appreciate that referral. Sure, absolutely. And, and our final question, question number six, please tell me about your first job. <laughs> yeah, my first job was as a paper boy. Mm. And I was a paper boy for the Hartford Current, which is a newspaper in um, Hartford, Connecticut, which is uh, uh, a part of where I grew up. I grew up in New York and uh, Connecticut. But that was my very first paycheck. I mean, before that, you know, I do yard work and, you know, someone throw me five bucks or whatever. But there I was working for a company. I was getting a paycheck. And that was such an amazing experience because it gave me such a sense of um, of independence, even as a 12 year old, you know, it was just mm -hmm wow, I'm earning my own money and I could buy stuff for myself. And there was this one little uh, bakery that was on the way home from wherever I deliver my papers and I'd be riding home on my bike. And I'd be out early uh, Saturday mornings delivering the paper and I'd have the opportunity to stop in at the bakery and you know buy whether it was a dozen donuts or some pastries or whatever, get home early before everyone else was up and actually provide that for my family. And I gotta tell you as a kid, that meant so much to me that, wow, through my efforts, through my work, I could actually bring a blessing back to my family. And so that's my uh, first work experience. And I think it helped really shape me as a person. I love that story. And it actually was my first job as well with the Oakland Tribune. <laughs> and, and I remember the same thing, you know, riding home on my bike after yeah. delivering the newspapers and stuff. And, you know, you have to get up so early. Yeah. Um, you, and if those papers weren't delivered, at least with the Tribune, I remember, um, you would get pinged um, yeah. to say, oh, the new newspaper wasn't delivered. The customer didn't say. And, it, and, and to me, it was like, oh, I didn't do my job right. So um, it really kept me in line. And, and I learned a lot too so you know I, I appreciate what you're saying there and i really like the fact about the donuts too that's that's so <laughs> sweet it shows what kind of a person you are so oh, I it. <laughs> so wayne thanks so much for being on the show how can people find you yeah thank you for having me on your show and it's easy you could go to uh sharongill.com which is the uh the url for our consultancy so Perfect. just S-H-A-R-O-N-G-I-L-L.com. Perfect. This is Professor Pete Alexander with the Winning a Business and Life podcast. Thanks for listening. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.